This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaron.com. Today is November 9th, 2016. I got Calhoun with me, and today we are talking the only thing you can talk about in America today. Let's make America great again. I've been on the wall, a beautiful, beautiful wall. It's going to be tall, a tall wall. That's what we're talking today. America, everybody in the world knows America has a new president, Donald J. Trump who is a legend in his own way. He's been famous for, what, 40 years now? Something like that. So, yeah. maybe longer. He's been famous all of our lifetime, long story short. So, he's not a president of the United States, so. I'm having a wonderful day. I'm just proud to be an American and see the real democracy at work. Lovely. That's what an electoral college gets you. Thank you. So beautiful. Yeah, so real quick, let's talk about the electoral college. So as of right now, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, right? Which is, this is nothing new. Um, Al Gore won the popular vote in 2000 and lost. Other people won the popular vote and lost. So this is nothing new. But the thing with the electoral college is just real simple. Where you vote, your votes are not equal. So where you vote matters more than who you vote for to a degree. Right. So a vote for Trump in Georgia doesn't have the same weight as a vote for Trump in Florida. Right. Or whoever you vote for in whatever city. So let's get that started. So first, I think everybody needs to understand real quickly. That's how Electoral College works. So did you go to the polls? Let's start with that. I did go to the polls. All right, you don't have to say who you voted for. That's your personal business, but... Listen, we're transparent here, this for that. You're exactly right. You're damn right I say who I voted for. I voted for Jill Stein. Uh, that's the Green Party, the Green member, uh, member of the Green Party, excuse me. I voted for her uh, in hopes that the Jill, if the Green Party gets enough votes, then they have a, a better voice for the next election. I was totally against Trump, and I'm totally against Clinton. I was going to vote Gary Johnson. The only reason why I didn't is because I thought that she was a much better candidate. I thought she was much more informed and more competent. But it was between her and Gary Johnson for me. I voted for Bernie Sanders. I put it, I wrote his name in. And I like Jill Stein. So it, we, I like Jill Stein. I like, but I like Bernie more. And so if I was going to have somebody off the beaten path, I was going to go with my candidate off the beaten path. Not named Darren Walters. So yeah, yeah, I like Bernie too. And it's just interesting. I don't want to talk. So this I had said it before. The Democratic Party played Russian roulette, and they blew their fucking head off. What they did was that the people wanted Bernie Sanders. They said, "Fuck you. We're going with Clinton. She has paid her dues. This is going to sit out." I believe firmly Bernie Sanders would came because they were just showing it's like 47 percent of registered voters did not go vote. And then you talk about people who did go vote, a lot of individuals left it blank, voted in other members, voted third party. This is, I think I was looking at something that said, this is the most that any third, that third parties has gotten an election. And this is the election, you know, people talk about being petty and being haters and stuff like that. You're not petty unless you're like Gary Johnson, who's really fucking up the party. So he didn't get enough votes to really do any real damage, of course. Or to win anything, but he did a lot of damage. Every state I looked at, he was the difference between whoever won and whoever lost. If his votes, if 60% of his votes would have went to the side that lost, they would have won. Yeah, I don't think it's hanging at all. He played it, he did what he was supposed to do. He ran for president. He was going for votes. It wasn't him trying to hate. I mean, listen, a lot of people went in that booth and said, I vote Gary Johnson. 
Why? What's the stance? I don't know. What I do know is it's not Hillary and it's not Trump. No racist crackers was going to go vote in Trump. Hillary needed, the Democratic Party needed everyone else to vote Hillary. They needed the millennials, they needed the blacks, they needed Latinos, they needed it. They needed everyone else. They needed the women. They needed everyone else to vote Hillary. The problem is Hillary had already turned off a lot of individuals. So that's why I didn't go. And that's why you'd rather see Gary Johnson than to see it. If you had to pick between Gary Johnson and Hillary Clinton, who would you pick? Gary Johnson. I would too. There's no way I'd pick Hillary Clinton. It was a no-brainer. So the fact that they, again, before we even got to this point, the polls had showed Bernie, Cha- Bernie Sanders was mopping the floor with Clinton, and he was tight, but he was beating Ted Cruz, too. Remember? Yeah. Hillary was struggling and losing to Trump in all these polls. They rolled the dice, and this is what they got. So let me ask you this. What does this say? Does it say more about Clinton or Trump? This says more about Clinton about America, honestly. This Here's what it, this is more of a change. I don't want to say that. I was almost about to say, well, I'm gonna say it. It's close. This is almost a bigger change than having President Obama in office. And what I mean by that is people are so sick and tired of politicians that you will vote in a madman. You rather have a madman than a politician running this country, and that just goes to, that just goes for the perception of everyone of what they think about America and the people who run it. We're sick of lifelong congressmen. We're sick of the Senate. We're sick of all our governors and mayors. We're sick of our politicians. We're tired. But that message doesn't really resonate, right? Who, politicians? Yeah, I think it resonates to the top level at presidents, but at the Senate level, at the local level, at other levels, I don't think it resonates. I don't think politicians feel like they're doing a shitty job. I don't think they're re- looking at this election as that's a reflection on them. Oh, I think it's got a lot of their attention. It's got a lot of attention because there's a lot of different changes across the country also. There's some changes going on. People are tired and people are starting to be heard and voicing their opinions. I was looking at uh, CNN and they was interviewing some individuals in Michigan. And one guy was like, oh, we're just tired of politics. Just walk around. They're just professional liars. And all they do is he starts smiling like, this is all they do. Smiling, so like, yes, yes, yes. And as soon as you vote me in, I'll do it. And then they don't do anything. But it goes, back, it goes to a point I was telling you. The next person is going to do the same thing. Donald Trump's going to do the same thing. He can't do that dumbass shit he was saying. He's part of a party. He's a Republican party. The House is a party. He's just going to he's just gonna do what their what agenda's already in place. It doesn't matter who the, who the candidate is, if it's Democrat or Republican. It doesn't matter if it's you or not. They're gonna, we're going to just do what the party's already going to do. Now, I, I, dis, I, I disagree to a little bit. I think he has some bucking in his system. As far as what? I mean, just in general. Like, George W. didn't do what everybody wanted to do. I think Trump has that same type of book in him. I think he got some, but for the most part, you're going to play ball. I mean, most part, the interests are going to align, but I, I mean, but outside of that, I think he has some book in him. I really do. Well, I hope he does. Well, let's see where it goes. I agree. I mean, he's a bit of a maverick, but only to a certain extent. You're not about to be in here like, we're going to cut all taxes. Of course. He's not going to do all that stuff. He's not going to... Man, that wall is is fictitious. I'm about to build a wall for real. And Mexico pay for it. That's just not going to (laughs) happen. So, and there's a lot of stuff that's said that ain't. It's just not going to happen. But, it speaks volumes to it. I tell you what it should, so... Politicians everywhere should be on notice. People you, are tired of it and you've seen it. You think so? Yeah, you can see it. Donald Trump doesn't have any kind of platform. What, what, what is he going to do? 
what is he going to do uh, in loom of the housing crisis, the housing market uh, above what is projected to burst? What is he going to do about it? Well, I mean, as a businessman, you don't have to be the most qualified. You just have to have the most qualified around you, right? I mean, I'm asking you. You just seen this buffoon run this long. What is he going to do? Man, he's smart enough to win the election, so obviously he got some intelligence. No, I, I don't. He didn't win it off intelligence. We seen it. that is a that, that it was the biggest shit show you've seen. Well, he's smart enough to know when to run. Then, if nothing else. I think it backfired on him. You, why, explain why you think that. I don't think he was going... I didn't think he really wanted to be president. He just woke up like, oh shit, I really won? Yeah. It looked like, <laughs> what the fuck I won? And I don't think he wanted... I think he was just doing being Donald Trump. Being the show, being the asshole, being, being Trump. And it fucking backfired on him. And now he's president. I don't think that's what he... I stayed up all night and watched the whole thing. I didn't go to bed till like 3.30. His speech was calmer and... I'm telling you, his whole demeanor is different. His bravado and cockiness, he didn't have it. He, he wasn't even like elated. Like, you would be so almost overwhelmed in tears of club. I did it. We They thought I couldn't. And he wasn't none of that. I think you're back. I think you're back from now. You gotta run this country. Who run to run? Who wants to run this shit show? Okay. And that, that's probably what he's telling his wife. I don't. I didn't sign up to run this shit show. I was supposed to lose. Imagine <laughs> how people will in his camp. What in the fuck you won? What? <laughs> probably telling his best friend. Like me, you double like probably telling them, I can't believe I won this shit. And they probably laughing at him like, ah, you gotta run this shit, you stupid mother. You know what I'm saying? Just Hey, hey done, you gotta take that two hundred thousand dollars. What you gonna do that extra two hundred thousand here you gonna make? <laughs> and they showed the house he had to move from to the White House. it's seriously downgraded. Hey, Don, there's no gold plated toilets for you. Now you gotta use a regular toilet. They make four hundred. The president makes four hundred thousand a year, right? Yeah. You moving from your mansion to the White House? Then he got to shake hands with people on tours and shit. Oh, you took a step. He got to he got to chuck it up with Johnny the common man here once in a while. Oh my god! This isn't what he wanted. <laughs> it backfired. This is not what he wanted. This wasn't what he signed up for. He just signed up. To make a commotion and talk a little shit. He did not sign up to run this motherfucker. But now here he is because but on the flip side, like I got Paul Hillary Clinton, she can get in the bathtub, play some Kurt Cobain music and blow her fucking head off. You lost to a nigga and a buffoon cracker. You lost to an orangutan and a black man. Two motherfuckers made history on you. A black man who's educated and qualified and a cracker who has nothing to do with politics ever in his life in 70 fucking years. He's never been in the army, in any kind of war, and he's had no kind of political rank. And you lost to both of them. Now, what does I have to say about Hillary Clinton? And before anyone say anything stupid, it's not because she was a woman. So let me stop you right there. I've only looked at one episode of Atlanta Housewives in my life. Well, two. And one episode I looked at, I had a girlfriend at the time. Bob Whitfield walked into, I think it was alimony court, a child support court, one of them. And he beat his ex-wife and her lawyer. And he just said something like, hey, I'm, I, I need a continuance because he basically said he needed a continuance for something. And he stated some legal law, some offset law that nobody else would know about. So as soon as he, the judge granted him continuance, Cherie Whitfield looked at her lawyer like, how the fuck do you let an uneducated nigga who's not a lawyer beat you in court? You should have seen this coming. <laughs> and the lawyer just stood there with a dumbass look on his face. And that's kind of how it is with Trump and Clinton. How the hell do you let a motherfucker with all the background that you said, not only is he 
not a politician. Not only is he not a war hero, not only is he not a lawyer, this motherfucker has berated every group of people except for a white male. That's it. And how the fuck does he win? How do you lose? Like it's like talking to it's like you when you your parents talk to you as a teenager. How the fuck do you fail this test? They're asking you what's four times four. You should know this by now. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He's, uh, it's unbelievable. I want to circle back to your original point. Do you think that his talk, him his his honest talk, played a, a role in this? Because one thing we got to say about Trump is nothing else he's honest, right? Nah, he just said he was... All he says was on his mind. Yeah, he was a, a cracker with money and he had the bravado. He was brash, he was rude. They tried everything to dispel him. I mean, he was saying stuff he had no business. He was saying stuff he shouldn't be saying behind closed doors. Let alone in public. He was unbelievably ignorant all the way around. He bashed, you just said it, he bashed everybody. It was right there for the taking for her. I don't know how she loses this. And the bigger thing, the the bigger wow in this is she didn't lose. She got blowed the fuck out. Well, they sure not. Now they still Italian votes, which is, that makes no sense to me. Uh, but she's, popular vote, the bitch might have won the popular vote. She got blown out the electoral college, though. Like, hell. Yeah, so... Real quick on the Littoral College. I think it's outdated. It shows the flaws in this system, man. Should no one win the popular vote? In all honesty, no one should win the popular vote and lose the election. Yeah, because essentially, that's basically saying, the biggest problem with the Littoral College is what we just said earlier. All votes are not equal. So somebody voting in Ohio count more than somebody voting in Georgia, which is a big fucking problem. If all votes aren't created equal, why should I vote if I'm if my vote doesn't count the same? Niggas, my vote, your vote doesn't count. Your vote counts for your local, all your local things that you need to be voting on. But on a on a country on a countrywide scale, your vote don't fucking count. So all these individuals voted down. Uh, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Lose flash, you stupid motherfucker. You don't have a fucking voice. It's it's two hundred and seventy. That's it. I don't have a fucking voice. And they, until they, everything needs reform, and he said it best, everything is rigged. The system is so flawed, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's pointless to even go vote. I did this time. I did the last two times. Like a fool. But it's pointless. All the despair those Clinton supporters had in their face. Laughable. So, can we get a little personal with this? Come on. You were trolling the internet today. There's no need to get in that person. That's childish. <laughs> <laughs> I had my fun. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, but what was, your, what was the internet saying and what were your reactions to what the internet said? I mean, just a lot of foolishness. One reason why I understand, like, they don't just give people the right to vote because people as a whole are idiots and they're sheep. So, of course, there were a mass, massive of people was, I'm so distraught. I'm in despair. What do we do now? The country is this. Where do we go? We're done. We're, you all are idiots because everything is done in the confines of rules. No one just becomes president Oh, I run this shit when I say goes. It's a whole center house. That's how shit get passed. Bills get passed. Yo, it's not like Trump gonna say, fuck it. Move every motherfucker who's not a white male to another country today. No, that's stupid. Like some people, the children are asking, are we gonna be slaves now? That's not the adults that surround them to say that stupid ass shit. And that's the problem. These people are adults and these are the people who you can easily say go vote or don't vote or whatever. Say my vote do or don't count, right? All right, these are the idiots who're talking about. They have a voice and something to say. You have nothing to say, so you should not be speaking. You said this a long time ago. Everybody shouldn't have a voice. No, and you see it all the time. So they shouldn't. So you, that's why we don't just have. That's why we don't have just the clear cut right. The, the 
in, in politics to just vote the person in. Because because wise of people knew probably the first election, so like, hold on, we can't this person already said they're retarded and they still voted them in. <laughs> well they felt sorry for them. Well we gotta have some safeguards to get back because we can't have this son of a bitch fucking shit up for the next four years. What are we gonna do? I think that's how they count I mean it's ridiculous, right? It's they made Trump out to be the boogeyman. He's just a fucking man. I think that's the problem with the black community, right? So everybody's black expecting you to vote Democrat no matter what the issues are and no matter how they relate to you. So as a community, that's a problem. And on the flip side, motherfuckers out here portraying that they're voting Democrat to fit in with the black community and really are voting Trump or voting somebody else. And let me be the first to say, there's nothing wrong with voting Trump. Vote who has your best interest at heart. If you want these motherfuckers who tired of your health care going up because Obamacare, then you should be voting Trump. Cut this shit out today because that affects my pocket. If you make enough money where you got to pay taxes and you don't want to, vote Trump. He's going to lower your taxes. If you're an entrepreneur, vote Trump because more than likely he's going to benefit you more than a Democrat. Lil Boosie said the best. They asked him if he was voting, who would he vote for? He was like, shit, the Democrats got me paying 400000 in taxes every year. So I'm going to vote for the motherfucker who will lower my taxes. And that's a honest, responsible answer. Makes sense. Let me tell you, Trump had me on two of his main stages. One of them is Obamacare. I'm not a fan of Obamacare. And we were sold and lied to on Obamacare. We were told we would get health insurance. Everyone in the country would be... Help, should have health insurance. Everyone should be insured. What he didn't say is, "Oh, you're paying for, it and the, and the premium is going to skyrocket." See, I am a fan of Obamacare. That is the one thing that directly affected me. I had a pre-existing condition. I basically tore my ACL, and they called that a pre-existing condition. So I was denied, and we both are entrepreneurs. So I was denied health insurance for that one reason. So. For me individually, Obamacare was the best thing he did as president because that's the thing that affected my life the most. Now, on the flip side of that, me getting Obamacare has fucked over X number of people because I pay full price for Obamacare. I don't get any help. You pay full price for it? Is it, is it over $300? Yeah. But they got different level plans. So they got, like, normally they have like a 200 Here's what I'm saying. You pay that. Are you married? No. Do you have any kids? No. This is one person. You by yourself pay three, over $300. Yep. Motherfuckers didn't have money for health insurance. Let's remember this. You got to have it. Okay. This is the premiums. $300. That's $3,600 a year. A money that someone already didn't have. That's ludicrous. And to make that a law, to find somebody for not having that, I don't have an extra $300. Dogs laying around, and with me being overweight, I'm four fifty. I don't have that laying around. You add another hundred dollars, you got my rent. I know individuals. I'm talking my tax person. She pays seven hundred dollars a month. It's ridiculous, and then they find you if you don't have it. And my question has always been, where is that money going? Where is the money going when we get fined every year? Where? So let me stop right there. I agree Obamacare has been done completely wrong. I mean, and this is more of an indictment on health care than it is anything else. Like the main problem with the health with Obamacare is that the government forced private companies to offer it. The government should have just came up with an entity, which they do which they're trying to do now, that offers a form of health care. Now, you may not get the best doctors, but you get doctors and it's a reasonable price. So, like, if you want to if you want to keep your Blue Cross Blue Shield and pay $300, that's fine. But if you want to get this ill cheap, this Wayfield health insurance and pay $100, we got you covered. Let's go. But don't be here's the other thing, the hassle of it. Listen, just give me this cheap-ass insurance and don't hassle me every six months about a renewing or bringing my tax returns or doing this or my give me the bottom line fee give me the one the cheap one with no hassle right so I don't want the one that's based off income and then every fucking three to six months I have to renew it 
and then show my proof of income, and then do X, Y, Z, and then call this. I don't want to do that. What's your cheap plan? Give me the cheap, affordable plan. $100 a month. Good. I'll take it. Let's go. And you don't get to find this doctor. No worries. Let's go. Your, your co-pay is higher. Hey, let's go. But you can't tell me I'm paying $450 and then paying a goddamn $30 copay, $30, $35 copay. And then paying on the operation $75, $25. That's, that's on a $10,000 operation, I'm still coming out $25,000 after paying the copays and after paying $450 a month. No. And that's the problem with healthcare now. I just read up my healthcare. Do you know healthcare has went up? So, like, for me to get my... That don't even offer my plan no more. My plan was like three sixty a month. The only plan close to my plan. So last year my plan was the gold plan. So I think they had like a gold, silver, bronze, gold, silver, platinum. Mine was like the gold plan. So it was like one of the best plans you could have, right? Okay. This year my healthcare provider is offering the bronze plan that was two hundred dollars last year. It's four hundred dollars this year. Wow. And I was reading the article, and we're not going to turn this into an Obamacare. Um, thing, but I was reading an article where healthcare across places have went up at a minimum twenty percent, but in most places seventy percent. So that's a problem that needs to be fixed. And that's one of the things that got Hillary Clinton killed. Obamacare one of the things that got her killed. But she went against it too. Now she kept saying, "Well, we're tinkering, but I'm not going to dissolve it. We're not going to get rid of." Here's the thing. And Trump was like, I'm going to scrap it and we'll come up with something else. At the point that, people want that shit scrapped. I don't give a fuck about you talking about tinkering. Tinkering take means it takes time. That implies time. Right now, that shit needs to be done. That shit is on. That shit is. The only thing that's good about it is you can be insured if you have a pre existing condition, but you pay out the ass. And for very poor people, you can get cheap health care. But like everything else, you got a lot to get that poor fucking to be in that real unless you do make fucking $15,000 a year. So let me ask you this. What other issue Hillary, what other issues caused Hillary the election? Obamacare was one. Obamacare was a huge one. Me personally, the only thing I sided with Trump, I sided with Trump on two things, me personally. That was Obamacare, and the second was the immigration reform. She she keeps wanting to bring more people here. And like they had a thing in Syria that's going on, and she was like, bring them here. There's women and children over there. You understand that? It's a cruel reality. It's a cold world. Everybody doesn't get to come. Everybody doesn't get to participate. Everybody doesn't get a trophy. Uh, it's unfortunate, and we wish them well, but our situations aren't good. So it's... Uh, because there's women and children there, as bad as it sounds, we still can't afford to have, because you're not going to properly vet 80,000 people. So his immigration reform actually is what I agree with now. Is he going to, the wall he's talking about is stupid. I don't agree with that. I think that's, you know, that's foolishness. But do that need to be cracked down on immigration? Yes. On illegal immigration? Yes. And I don't give a damn that you fucking swam over here and you've been here for 15 years and you have children over here and if they deport you, they deport you and they break up the family. You've been here this amount of time. You should have did it the right way. Everyone has to do things the right way. You, can you get in your car and drive without a license? I'm no. asking you. No. Can you drive your car without having a tag and register it? No. Can you operate and can you get a job or any kind of benefits without your social security number? No. Without registering yourself? No. And so what makes them different? You want to come over here and make a better life for your family, that's fine. I applaud you. I applaud your courage. But if you want to do that shit illegally, no. Because if I have to abide by the rules, you have to abide by the rules, and everyone else in this great country of America has to abide by the rules, then so should you. Well, I'm having this problem with them, when I have it with Asians, with Africans, with Ethiopians, with whatever you want to name, Colombians, we're having it with them. Yes, we know you're close. No, you cannot come unless you're legit. And if it breaks up your family, those are the rules you tried. You tried it. That's part of the game. If you get on the corner and you sell dope and you get caught and you get a 10-year bid, you can't be the victim. 
That was part of the game. Big risk, big reward. You came over here, you had a family. Your children are legal, you are not. You should have been legal. Take the test, get legal. If not, go home. No. So I'm with him on that. Get him out of here. Me and you talked about this months ago. And for everybody who don't know, we did a podcast. So we did podcast 150, The Divided States of America, where we talked about the presidential election, Trump, Hillary, and all this other stuff. And in in that podcast and offline, we talked about some of the things Trump said that I agree with. I'm with you. I agree with his stance on immigration. I agree that Obamacare needs to be changed. He now he said, uh, now I don't know if you could just basically cut people off of health care. I think it has to be you have to transition from this to this by this day. I do think it, I do think there's a good way to get to go from Obamacare and a bad way. I agree with some of his rhetoric. Like they would, t- I remember they would ask him. I agree with a lot of his foreign affairs shit. Basically, his foreign affairs shit is, I don't give a fuck about these little people unless they're doing something for America, which is about goddamn time. I don't care what's going on in Syria. I don't give a damn if North Korea and China are arg- or North and South Korea are arguing. I don't give a fuck at all. I'm not, and we shouldn't be sending our troops over there to rectify or to police the situation. Fuck that. No. I agree. And I, I use this one example. They asked him about North Korea. They were like, shit, that's China part of the world. Let them handle that shit. And I, that's what I want to hear from my politicians. I agree with that shit. I don't give a damn about what these other people got going on. I don't give a fuck. Let the parts of the world that are the majority, that are the dominant powers of that world handle that. Don't bring that little shit to us. We don't need to be running around here sticking our nose in everybody's business. If you want to come to this state, we will provide you a path to come here legally. If you don't use that path, you can't come. And I'm sorry to go on a little rant, but I agree with him on that. And I'm sitting the hell up. Keep going. Epic. Exactly. Keep amen. Church, tabernacle, whatever you want to say. Keep rolling. And, I, and, you know, just completely go off subject. I'm tired of these motherfuckers here acting like he's the boogeyman. For instance, me and you talking about this. They talking about him talking about grabbing women's pussies. He was like, oh, man, that's just locker room talk. And you get motherfuckers in the NFL like, we don't talk like that in our locker room. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Me and you talk like that. Everyone is two guys talking. Pussy is coming up one way or another. So quit, at, quit trying to go against him for the sake of going against him. He's the president now. Whatever he going he can't only do so much. Quit at, I don't know. Shit like that just frustrates me. When, because one person said everybody want to go against it. But if, he, if another person said it, everybody cool with it. And, pain, and you said it best. Paint this man out to be the boogeyman. He ain't no, what is he, the 47th president of the United States? 45th. 45th. 43 of them other motherfuckers done been racist, none nigga want pe- people in the office. It's only one black person who done been a president. All these other motherfuckers, maybe not John F. Kennedy, maybe not Abraham Lincoln, but the rest of these motherfuckers didn't want your ass progressing, wanted your ass to stay in your place. So quit act like he the first one and he the only one in history. That was my rank for this podcast. Man, we might almost need to end on that. I know we got some more stuff to cover, but I don't see us talking. Well, I mean, it's not. A, I mean, we need to talk about where America goes from here, where each of them go from here. That's one of the things. But you know, as a community, as a culture, the good things that Republicans do, you can't bullshit and get through on a Republican goddamn presidency. It's not going to be no more that hey, the government going we going to milk the government for what we can milk the government for. You're going to have to get your weight up around here. That's the one good thing about that. Group. I, hey man, I love it. I'm already waiting to hear this episode. But yeah, what else you want to call? But uh, no. So moving forward, uh, let's talk about how amazing that was. Though. That was that was a body blow test. I was talking to someone earlier, and I was like, "That's it for Hillary." That's why she can't run anymore. I'm like, no, she can run some more, but that's it. If you got to strike while the iron is hot, she had a shot at it. Her best chance of getting it was eight years ago. That was her window in all actuality. Just Barack Obama came out of nowhere and took it. But that was her time. Her time was then. 
But after you find out so much about her, because think then, when she was running the first time, it wasn't so much of a, you didn't think of her the way you think of her now. You didn't think of her as, you thought of her maybe a little slime, but you weren't thinking like a slime bag, you know, greasy, lobbying, lying sack of shit. You weren't thinking of Hillary Clinton like that. And then after you hear them in the caucuses, and after they start unveiling, after they start putting some light in the darkness, then you start seeing the character of the person. And the character of the person was a very ugly person. When the light was shown, and the light was shown in the black community, and when it comes to uh, policies and money and hedge funding, she's backed by so much money and so many corporations, and there's no way you wanted her. And Barack Obama had a great hand in exposing her. So eight years later, when you see her again, and more stuff has come to the front. After the Secretary of State, we talk about emails, one thing, we can talk about Benghazi, we can talk about her being a gold child, we can talk about, she has so much stuff on her, she's too dirty. That's what really killed her. Her character killed her. She was so hot eight years ago, the Republicans went and got a buffoon bitch and Sarah Palin. To compete that's with that's how hot Hillary Clinton was. To compete with her, you're right. Pete, that's how hot she was. And if she, I firmly believe if she, if she would have won a nomination and not Barack Obama, she would have got an office. That's how much the country was fiending for it. They wanted her. They got a knockoff version of her. And that took them far until they found out, hey, this bitch is crazy. Fast forward. And after everything all came out, no, nobody trusts Hillary Clinton. I'm saying now, 47% of uh, voters didn't vote. A lot of Democratic uh, people who were already Democratic didn't even go to the polls. And that's Democrats are already a, f- a fragile group, right? Because there's a lot of minorities and right. out miscast right. and just people who don't value the voting process like Republicans do for the most part, or people who identify themselves as Republicans. So you can't have that group of people missing. I asked you a question. Was this more of a reflection on Trump or Hillary or America? You said Hillary and America. I said it's a reflection on the Democratic Party. For them not... Trump is a celebrity, so he was going to get some votes. Let's just be honest. Celebrity counts in this country more than it should. Diddy could have ran and probably made a a harder opponent for Trump than Hillary did. But, huh? Yeah, I'm agree. But for them not to be able to drum up a young person to galvanize. Obama was a young person, young people galvanized around. That's why he won. Millennials and younger people, younger voters, that you felt cool going out to vote for Obama. You felt like you were doing something when you voted for Obama. That's what carried him to the White House. For them not to be, I mean, Hillary, yeah, she's Hillary, yeah, she's a name, but she's she's almost like yesterday's news, even before this started. And it showed when she couldn't dispatch of an old 70, 80-year-old white guy running, right? Crazy. Like, she should have beat, Bernie Sanders shouldn't even made it that far, no matter how much he's done for the black community or how right he was about the mortgage crisis. He should have been squashed where he couldn't even get on the debate by her, by somebody of her celebrity. Just like Trump did with Ben Carson and all them other ones. He dominated wherever he went. And this isn't a Donald Trump love. This is just pure facts. He dominated whenever he got on TV. How could she not dominate when she had literally a no name going against her? In 30 fucking years. And also show about, about the age. Bernie Sanders was the millennial vote. That's what people, that's what the millennials wanted. The millennials wanted Bernie Sanders. The black men wanted Bernie Sanders. The white hippies, they wanted Bernie Sanders. They didn't want Hillary Clinton. You have 30 years in this. And you, you had to rob one old white man, one old white kite to get it. And then you lost badly to this ignorant cracker. Now, not towards business. He's a very smart man, regardless of what you think. But as far as politics, he's a buffoon. The stuff that he was saying was just unbelievably dumb. Like if you didn't like Hillary Clinton, you could not vote. You could not vote for Donald Trump. 
As much as I don't like Hillary Clinton, I couldn't vote Donald Trump. But that goes to show you how just they lost it. They lost it because they were so busy trying to make history and break a glass ceiling. You don't have the right woman candidate for the job. Stop right there. You said on our podcast 150. You said, well, excuse me, wrong number. On our podcast number 145. I'm sorry. It's podcast 145. You said that you were like, America's ready for a woman candidate, just not Hillary Clinton. We've had a black candidate. We've had a black president. We, we can handle a woman president, just not a woman president with that type of character issues. And you very rarely see women with those character issues. You see women with character issues, and it's going to go to a podcast we did a long time ago with flawed bitch and whore, or we're going to do, excuse me. But you don't, she's more than that. Yeah, she, I, don't, I don't even see her as a woman almost. Yeah. Sometimes like you say you don't see color. I don't see her as a, I see her as a politician and a bad one. And that's what I'm saying. This is Michelle Obama, I think is in a bag. If this is, uh, there's a couple of female governors in this country that's just killing this shit. If Carla Fiona, Carla, yeah. if she would have ran as a Democrat, she win. She would have won. Nobody wanted Trump. That's all, she could have, all those people who was voting everything else and not going to the poll, and she could have stuck to the script and just told you what she was going to do, she would have won. It's not the fact that this country don't want a woman president. This country does not want Hillary Clinton. And they, it, you cannot see it more ways than what you're seeing. Nobody voted Al Sharpton. Nobody wanted Jesse Jackson. Nobody. You will vote Barack Obama. Nobody wants Hillary Clinton. Period. And the Democrats better come up with a better solution. They have to come up with a candidate. They better come up with a better candidate. And, you know, they don't even need to let Hillary Clinton run in four years in the caucuses. They need to come up with a, a, a batch of fresh faces in four years. I don't think she runs in four years. I, I, her, we'll get to what happens to them at this point, but they'll have a new fresh face. They'll have a new fresh face today with Trump. Though. I thought the Republicans were doing that with um, Paul Ryan, but now, Trump won, so... I talked to Paul Ryan and Ted Cruz. And we're going to talk about those guys in a minute, but... Well, come on, let's do it, man. So, let's do this first. You woke up this morning, you've seen the headlines. This probably should have been how we started. You woke up this morning, you've seen the headlines. Donald Trump wins. What was your thoughts? Well, me and you have talked about this offline. 70% of me wants to see him win, to see... As entrepreneurs, you know, even though, of course, we're not nowhere near where he is, to see somebody jump up and do something outside of the norm. I've been told you I want to see the country ran by a non-politician for the longest. It could have been a medical doctor. It could have been a scientist. It could be a business person like him. So part of me was like, this ought to be interesting. That was my very first reaction. This ought to be interesting. The other part of me was like, how the fuck did she lose by that much? Like, that really was what it was. It was like 60, 70%. Like, wow, he actually did it. Hope for entrepreneurs everywhere. Now I want to see what the country going to be like with a businessman, the person who look at the bottom line running the country. And then the second thought was, how the fuck did she lose by this much? That really was my two thoughts. My thoughts was, what in the fuck was you doing with Hillary Clinton to have Donald Trump beat you? This election, this was a joke. This guy was a joke. He wasn't taken seriously. And you let him beat you. That was my first thought. My second thought was, I'm a bit. I was. I had a smile on my face because I didn't want another politician, and I don't want him. And I don't. I want to. Like I told you, I want a businessman. He's not the businessman that I want. I also want a businessman, but I don't want. I didn't want one with ties to either one of those parties because then you just have to. You're going to have to play ball with the party. I prefer an independent or a libertarian or just a just a independent. I did not want someone who has ties to either Democrat or Republican because essentially you're voting a Democrat or Republican. In. Well, I think in his case, he's I think in both of their cases, they have balls enough to screw over their parties to further their own agendas. Now, I do think both of the Hillary and Trump, I think they both 
or screw people over to get what they really want ultimately. Well, I hope so. Meanwhile, I'm interested to see what happens with the country. I mean, we're on the coast with a lot of shit going down. We sort of, the, the boat was, the car was out of control and we sort of got a little control over it, but we haven't got it all the way. We still fighting with it, but not as violent. And Republicans have a reputation of making it worse. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying we need these houses. We need that pricing back down. I know they'll do it because the housing market is going to shambles. Uh, as far as jobs go, my job is dealing with foreclosed houses. So I'm thinking I'm going to be busy in the next couple of years. I look forward to it. Yeah, but again, let's go from let's go to where do they go from now? Winners and losers. Let's wrap up with that. Okay. I'm gonna throw some names out. You tell me if they won or lost, and tell me where they go from here. Okay. Bernie Sanders. What you been doing until you retire? He's not coming in four years. Bernie Sanders, seventy-five years old. So this is his window. They stole it from him. It's a shame what they did. As Donald Trump was saying, it was a shame. It was rigged, and what they did. But you gotta just keep keep your keep your seat until you retire. Keep finding your good fight in your way until you retire. I think Bernie Sanders wind up being a winner and a loser in this at the same time. I agree. I think he won because I told y'all Hillary. Everything he said about Hillary, she's she's fuck being a good politician. She's not a good person, and the people see through that. To your earlier point, you know what I'm saying? Like her reputation eight years ago, her reputation from 2008 to 2016 took one of the worst hits it can take. Mm-hmm. And for the Democrats to trot her out was still kind of irresponsible. So I think he can look back and say, "Ah, I told y'all," but then he lost because he didn't because he would have won this election. He would have. So that's why I think he's a winner and a loser. I agree with you. I think he goes on to basically host a, he'll be some type of TV host or some type of, he's too big to go back to being a mayor or a senator now. I think he can actually, you know, of course he's for the people. I think he'd do the most good being in media, speaking the truth. He can be like one of those truthers type people. I will see, but I, got, I think he just go back to the seat in the house. Yeah. Keep fighting a good fight on that end. Ted Cruz. Fucked. This is his. This is his opening. And even if he, uh, because he can't run in another four years, because Donald Trump gonna be the one who runs, who runs again. And by that time, he'll be cold. It'll be another. It'll be another Republican that's coming down the pipeline. So. I think Ted Cruz is the biggest. One of the biggest. Actually, I think he is the biggest loser out of all of this. Besides Hillary, yeah, but okay, because he 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 threw he he went for the he went for the hell mirror when he distanced himself from Trump. So if Trump would have lost like everybody thought, he would have looked like the god. He would have been the next Republican nominee, point blank period, because he was bold enough to disown Trump, disown what Trump stood for. He was the only one publicly enough to say, "I'm not bowing down to Trump," and that play. That's, he rolled the dice and he crapped out. So I think he's the biggest loser. I think his political career, at least at that scale, is pretty much over. The only way it's not is if Trump elects him to something. If it's Secretary General, if it's which he's not Secretary of State, if it's somewhere in the cabinet, then he can have another shot. He can he can play his role and have another shot later. Otherwise, he's done. Yeah. Trump may be so petty that he may demand Republicans blackball him to a degree. I don't think he have to. He'll, he'll be a non-factor in the next couple of months. When he will give us, by this time next year, be saying, "Who is Ted Cruz?" Nobody will give a shit. Paul Ryan, on the other hand, okay, yeah, is he a winner or a loser? To you? I think he's a winner. Uh, he his name. His man Charles carried some weight. He didn't distance himself. He played his politics just right. He didn't he didn't dive into the muck, but he played his politics right. All you gotta do is hold steady and you'll be one of the you one of the future Republicans. I think he's young enough to where 
he can just wait this out. So that's one of the things. Cruz is going to be, what, 60-some years old probably by the time this finishes. Paul Ryan is, what, he'll be 50. So I think he's young enough to wait it out. I think he was smart enough to kind of dip his foot into the Trump, Trump pool. But he, he, he dipped his foot into the Trump pool and stayed out of the Trump pool at the same time, if that make any sense. Right. So I'm going to endorse him just enough to appease him, but stay far enough well. Right. What if I don't turn on the people? Yeah, exactly. So I think he, I think he played it as well as you could play it. So I give you that. I think he's a big winner too. What does Gary Johnson go for him? Cause this is a win all the way. He's a winner. I think him and Gio Stein are winners. Yep. I think if you're smart, you partner with each other, and you he yep. may be too old to go for the next election, but you run for the next election. I don't think he's that old though. I think she's older than him. Yeah, she's older than him, but you. You you run for president of twenty twenty starting today, right? You like you, one thing that turned me off on of Gary Johnson. He can rectify easily. Is become more knowledgeable. So when it's your turn to talk, because hopefully now you have a platform, and, and next time they have a debate, it's three of you all. You have the savvy. You have the answers that people want to hear. That people need to know. And if you have that, you can make some real headway. You start campaigning now. Exactly. Right? Start campaigning. You make sure people do not forget Gary Johnson. Exactly. And you, uh, at this point, it's publicity stunts, right? So you got to do a fair share of publicity stunts while you're learning. And do you, it. huh? Do it. I'll even go as far as me with both, you know, shaking, show, having a picture of me shaking hands with Bernie Sanders and with Ted Cruz and Paul Wright. Just all over the motherfucking mouth. Yeah. You just and even Hillary. You you console her. You shake hands with everybody who's working in the thing in this election. And you keep on going. Yeah. What about the Democratic Report? The Democratic Party? Yeah. They're looking pretty bleak. And they scraping them. They came over two seventy year olds. It was a minister it was that Minnesota governor or something too, but I forgot the other, the third candidate before they got him out of that book. They need to re-up. I think that, and we talked about this a couple minutes ago, they're big losers too because unless they conceded this election and were like, hey, we're just going to prepare for the next election because that's quiet behind closed doors. That's what a lot of Republicans were saying. We're like, hey, we know we're going to lose with Trump running, so we'll just get the next candidate ready. We'll just take our loss here. It's almost like in basketball when you lose them by 50 and you got the playoffs coming up. We're just going to lose this game and get our players ready for a real game. So that's how they were looking at Trump. Meanwhile, the Democrats were playing to win with Hillary. And now where's that next candidate coming from? A lot of people speculated it could be Kasim Reed. No, it wouldn't be Kasim Reed. I'm, I'm just giving you the speculation. But... And that's what he's trying to do, but Kasim Reed can't even get his own state. Kasim Reed can't even get Atlanta, or the way he left Atlanta. Kasim Reed got a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Here. You're right. We're not going to talk about Kasim, but the bigger point is... Because that's what we need to talk about the other vocal stuff, so let's go on and wrap this up. So, the bigger issue is the Democrats need to generate a, young, a younger candidate who people can galvanize toward, a galvanizing candidate, excuse me. The Republicans, we all know they're winners. Yeah, they got enough. They, they read up entirely. This ain't like John McCain. Them. They got enough young. And they got. They have women. They have uh, legacies. They have. Oh, they have it. Uh, they even have that token ass Ben Carson with that ugly ass gorilla he called a wife. Let's bad back. I think that they're winners because I think they tried it with Sarah Palin. Like they they tried a, a young, energetic female. They trying it with Paul Ryan, a more clean cut young white guy. Ted Cruz, another clean cut white guy. And I think they really. I think that celebrity worked for them. I think that this is like, it's like a recipe. What can we use to make the best cookie? Hmm. Let me use a little nutmeg. Should I use a little more nutmeg? Yeah. Let's try a little more nutmeg. How about cinnamon? Let's see how cinnamon works. And so when you finally get that perfect recipe for the cookie that you want, you don't tamper with it. And so I think that they traded conventionalism for celebrity and it wind up paying off for them and you got to get them kudos for that like once they saw the Trump train wasn't stopping they embraced it and I thought that was actually it may have been petty it may have been they had to but they embraced it and they that's why they won 
Yeah, they're smarter. In that regard. Where does Hillary Clinton go from here? To the graveyard. She's the biggest loser. I think she goes in media. Man, she can't go to politics. It's literally... Like, with this type of embarrassment, you can't go to politics. Just get on. And I'll tell you what else. The bitch is classless. She's uncouth. Uh, a lot of stuff that she wasn't paying attention because she was a woman she was getting away with. Nah, it's just, it doesn't fly anymore. So, she ran a dirty campaign. Before I started seeing the, the negative ads from Donald Trump, I was seeing it from Hillary Clinton. Well, I mean, it goes back to the... Was it the last debate or the next to last debate when the guy was like, say one thing you like about the person? Yeah, yeah, even that childish. And she tried, yeah, she tried to undercut him by saying his kids. And he came back and said, I like her because she doesn't give up. He was like, I tell you like it is. He was like, she is a fighter and I respect it. He showed up. He showed up without even knowing that she was too ignorant to know it. She's too stupid to take. That's one of the problems with her. She was too dumb to take the shot, the, the, the kill shot when she had it. Even last night, I stayed up, man, till like four o'clock. So I seen it, and she wouldn't even come out. She sent someone else out to say, "Y'all go on home. We'll get it back up tomorrow." It was like two a.m. when she did that. The people who stayed there all night deserve for her to come out and to address them. That's how slimy she was and their feelings. But instead of doing the right thing and addressing the crowd, if nothing else, address the crowd that's there, that stayed there from fucking. 8 o'clock to 2 in the morning. Address them and be like, thank you so much. Concede the thing. And then later on it says she called uh, Trump to concede. You should have told your crowd. Meanwhile, his speech, he gives her props again. Then she comes out today. Thanks, everybody. Give some bullshit. We all want type thing. I mean, she's a politician and a dirty one. And she had to like it. It was appalling. And that's why she did that's why she didn't get it. Where does Donald Trump go from here? In America. Well no, where does Donald Trump go from here? Hopefully he finished out the term. I don't know if this is the oldest president we ever had, but it's one of them. He's seventy. Yeah. I remember I remember eight years ago that was a knock on McCain because he was like seventy two. He's seventy, he's old. And the presidency ages you by dog years. I don't know. He got a handful. We'll see how he handled it. I'm excited to see it, though. This is the first time someone with no political experience uh, is in. Hopefully the next time in, in eight years or 12 years is one of us. You know, real motherfucking one of the people. But at least we got one of us in. I don't know how much one of us it is. It's a billionaire. I don't know. But at least we got one of us in there. Where does America go from here? To hell. <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff that he is for or he lied against is outsourcing jobs. We need all the jobs we can have. They need to bring all them cars to the jobs, man. Right? They need to bring manufacturing jobs back. He's a businessman, so why would you bring manufacturing jobs back? Listen, if you tell me that if I'm buying, if you buy your fruit from Publix for $10 and you can go to Aldi's and the same fruit is $2, why would you keep buying it for 10 No. So as a businessman, that's what you would do. You would cut costs when you can, especially if you have the same products. It's not like he's going to do what's needed. It's not like he's going to stop outsourcing jobs, but newsflash. Neither was Clinton, newsflash, neither have Obama. Newsflash, neither one of them are. America is still America. Here's the bottom line. If you was broke Monday, you're probably still broke today. It doesn't matter who got in office if you're broke. It doesn't matter who got in office if you're filthy rich. The only people that matter for are middle class. And they've been fucking them for years now, so you they on the, they on the last straw to count with the break the back. The real problem is that the middle class are delusional. Middle class motherfuckers think they're rich or vote like they're rich, but that's another. That's just a last thought. I agree with what you said. The rich are gonna stay rich. The poor are gonna stay poor. So, and we're all and we're delusional. Uh, now I have another question for you. Let's do a little bit about the uh, the local 
local elections here. This is where your votes really count. Let's make this quick, because we already an hour into recording, so. I'm about to say, you want to make split this up into part one and part two? Uh, let's split part one, part two. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDarren.com. This has been my president is Donald Trump. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.